Welcome to It Didn't Break Me, a podcast where we have honest and vulnerable conversations around the messy stuff we didn't think we'd come back from, inspiring you to give yourself permission to discover the beauty within the mess and to let go the illusion of perfection. I'm your host, Bianca Keisha Hughes. Hello and welcome to the It Didn't Break Me podcast. I am your host, Bianca Keisha Hughes. Welcome if it is your first time and welcome back if this is not your first time. I appreciate you being here and tuning into the podcast. I hope if you have been listening, you have been inspired by the various stories of people overcoming things they thought would break them. And if it's your very first time, um, I hope you're still inspired and encouraged. It is season one and episode eight of the podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and get straight into introducing the guest. My guest today is a friend of mine. And her name is Gillian J.J. Simmons. She is a veteran radio and TV host, self-love coach, three times author and speaker from Cincinnati, Ohio. J.J. is the founder of J.J.'s I'm Me Foundation that encourages at-risk middle and high school girls to be the best version of themselves And she is also the creator of the movement Respect My Crown that helps women to deepen in spirituality, accountability, sisterhood, and service. She is a proud mom to a teenage daughter, Alani, and resides in Houston, Texas. So let's go ahead and get into the conversation. Hello, JJ, and welcome to the It Didn't Break Me podcast. Thank you for having me. Bianca, (laughs) I'm so excited to be a part of your podcast today. I am excited to have you. I'm always sending you a DM of how much you are a storyteller. I'm jealous. Like, I'm like, you you, too. You, I don't know. You, the way you tell stories, I don't listen. I do not watch videos. But you captivate me to watch your videos. Thank you. I feel like anyone, yeah, I feel like anyone that could captivate me to watch a video because it's no, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to watch video. (laughs) I know, especially my little nine minute videos. (laughs) But but I need them. So I'm I'm excited to have you on JJ um, because I just think you're just an amazing person, of course. And then just your stories. Thank you so much, Bianca. I appreciate that. I'm so grateful. You're welcome. I'm just waiting for you to have your own. I don't know what you're going to do with these stories, but I'm just putting it out there whenever you're ready. No pressure. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We trying to figure it out. I'm like, God, just lead me. Like, where do you want me to be? Because I know I have so many stories to tell. Like I could tell stories every day. There's something, right? We all have stories to tell, but sometimes I people are meant to speak. Sometimes people are meant to write, right? You know, mm-hmm. or however else people tell their stories. But yeah, just okay. figuring it out. 
Well, let's get into your this particular story. Yes. <laughs> so tell us, what is something you thought would break you, but it didn't? The thing that I thought would break me, but didn't, was my identity crisis that I had right after quitting my job in radio. Mm-hmm. So tell us a bit more. First of all, let's define or how you believe, you know, what is an identity Yeah. Yeah. An identity crisis is when you are in this space where you are starting to question yourself and your place in the world. Mm. And um, for me, it was, I've been in radio since I was 16. Mm. And um, no, I am not 25. (laughs) (laughs) I am getting ready to turn 45 this year. And so I left radio in uh, 2017. Mm -hmm. And when you have been, and I think many people can relate to this, just being at any type of job for a long time or field for a long time. For me, it was, I was always attached to this brand. And then who am I outside of this brand? And I remember like talking to my supervisor and our general manager, the day that I I told them I was quitting and um, the GM, he's like, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not going to be easy out there, you know, and, (laughs) and people are, are, are dying for radio jobs and, you know, and what are you going to do for insurance? And I just, it never even faced me at that moment. I knew I was doing what I believe God had told me to do. Mm -hmm. And then I leave and um, Super Bowl was here that year. So Mm -hmm. I left and like Super Bowl was like three days later. And, you know, I'm going to all the Super Bowl festivities with some friends and I'm feeling good. And and then after Super Bowl was over, it's like reality kicked in. Oh, I'm not going to work on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going and uh, I don't work there anymore. And what I started to see over the last, those few months after quitting is people started to disappear. Mm. People who I was used to communicating with, I wouldn't even consider them friends, but just associates. And I was like, where, why did I not return my text message or my phone call or, you know, email? Like, okay, like, where are you? And people just started to slowly fizzle off. And my little feelings were really hurt. And I also started to question my value. Wow. Like what, well, what value do I bring now? You know, like, like who am I when I'm not a part of this huge brand anymore? Wow. Okay. What was the brand? So here in Houston, um, I worked at a station called 90. Uh, hot oh girl what was the station look <laughs> it goes so long I don't even remember it was 97.9 the box mm-hmm. I've worked at so many stations it's so hard you know I've worked there for almost six years in Houston mm-hmm. prior to that I was in Indianapolis for 10 years then I, I was in New York I was in Cincinnati and uh and so I've worked in different cities but I've always worked since I was 16 at a radio station So the brand, I think, ultimately was just, where am I? Who am I outside of radio when that's all I've ever known? 
Does that make sense? Yeah. So the brand, the brand in radio was your brand, like your radio personality was your yes. brand. And that was also you. Yes. Yes. At least it's what is what I thought because that was your identity. Yeah, that's what I was always. That's who you to. thought. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I was the radio girl. And even when you look at like, even like my Instagram, I lost like maybe 2000 followers within two years. And I started thinking like, gosh, these people, they don't like me. Like they don't like this other me. And I was just focused on the wrong thing. And, and now that I look back at it, I'm like, oh, I'm glad those people left because they were there for the girl on the radio. And that's not who I am. <laughs> like I'm somebody else outside of that. I always say that I was being myself on the air, but you're here because of this. And it was hard. So the people leaving... So did you, because I heard you say you still felt like you were you, but it, mm -hmm. it's almost as like when the people left, you questioned who you were because the people left. Is that yeah, it was what like, I'm hearing you saying? Like, I'm not uh, worthy enough anymore. Like we're not, we can't talk anymore because, you know, you start to see things for what they are. And that hurts when the smoke clears and you're like, oh crap, um, you were only here for tickets. You know, like I thought we were cool. I never paid attention to the fact that you only hit me up for tickets, you know, because we talk about other things or we mm -hmm. go to brunch or, you know, whatever. But when that smoke cleared, it was like, oh, wait, you were just here because of what I could do for you or um, what you wanted to be attached to. And now I'm I'm not there. And so then you're on to the next and it's funny to see those people attached to the person who's replaced me now. And it's just like, oh, look at that. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, it was never about me. It was about what, what I'm attached to. It's okay. about the brand. So what was that like? Because I know when you look on, back on it now, you're like, oh, I see that person. But when you're in it, what oh, was that like when it's you so realized? It's so painful. Mm -hmm. It's so very hurtful. And uh, I couldn't, I was confused. And there's nothing like finding out what's real when you thought you knew what was real. And you're like, oh man, this again. Because it's like, I'm good for creating things into a snowball. It's just like, <laughs> like I remember this feeling of, of seeing people for who they were who they really were. And it doesn't feel good at all. It feels like I feel betrayed. Mm. I feel um, there's this feeling of word, like lack of worthiness where I'm just like, oh, I'm just not, I'm not even cool anymore. Like I don't bring any value. When you start questioning your value, like, oh, no more value. And it took someone pulling me aside and saying, you know, you have more value now. And I'm like, well, how so? It's like, because you are your own individual outside of this and you still bring so much to the table that you don't have to be attached to this. You can do any of these things yourself. You can keep it going and you can expand and evolve outside of that. 
And it was hard for me to see it when, when I was in it. Yeah, because that's painful. Oh, yeah. You got to grieve. And then think you're grieving. Mm-hmm. You're already grieving. So now it's almost like I'm not only just grieving the fact that I left a job that I was at where I really genuinely loved the people that I worked for. I left an industry that is all I've ever known and that, that I love. It's just there are pieces of it that didn't fit me anymore, which mm-hmm. also comes into this identity part because when I'm on the air talking about why Chris Brown is getting ready to fight Soldier Boy and I don't care, it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard to talk about the things you don't care about. And that's when it started to happen. It was just like, this isn't you anymore. This isn't you anymore. <laughs> like mm. you aren't truly being able to be fully who you are. They get little nuggets of you, but you also are required to talk about things that you don't care about, Jillian. So what if you could just step away and then talk about the things you do care about? And that's what I've been doing so far. That's what you've been doing. But so when you were having, so that's what you thought when you were leaving the radio, this is not who I am. Um, so I'm going to step away. So I'm imagining, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you didn't think there would be an identity crisis. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. Matter of fact, Bianca, I was so confident when I left. I mean... Bye y'all. Bye. I'm out. Mm -hmm. I'm good. When that, Mm -hmm. when that GM said, well, what are you going to do about insurance? Like I literally was like, God is my insurance. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I mean, I just knew it was, it was time. I didn't know what was going to happen afterward. I didn't know. I knew I had money in the bank, enough Mm -hmm. money to, to sustain me for a while. Um, but I didn't know there would ever be an identity crisis. And it took, um, gosh, almost a year and something to push through that. Mm. Just getting back to my purest self, I guess, understanding like what value I really do have. Yeah. Did you at that time, because you know, we're talking about the things we thought it would break us. Did you think it would break you? Did you feel like I cannot do this when you was experiencing your identity crisis? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. I was like, this is it. I just, there was that part of how am I going to survive? Like, (laughs) like, I mean, almost like a withdrawal. I don't want to say it was a regret because I've never felt a, I need to go back. I was just more of a withdrawal kind of feeling like I'm sick to my stomach and I don't, I don't understand my value. I don't understand what am I supposed to be doing? And as time went on and money started leaving my bank account, money leaves so fast, Bianca. I I thought I was balling. I was like, how did this money go so fast? And the more that I kept reaching out to people, like, can I speak at your event? And, um, people who were used to me speaking for free because uh, I working at the radio station, we do, I mean, everything is community service. Mm. Those people are like, Oh, you're not free anymore. And then that was a piece of it too. So then it's like, Oh, they don't see my value. They don't think I'm, I'm worth paying for. And it's just like, gosh, how can I convince these people that, you know, you want me there, but now you don't want to pay me because you're so used to not paying me. I, 
I need to get a check now, guys. <laughs> it was just so, it was so tough. It was so tough. You said that you knew you wasn't going to go back. Yeah. How did you know that? What kind of kept you from going back? It's just like the thought of betraying myself. Mm. And I'll tell you, like, I, I had the same experience just last year. I took on a project. A friend asked me to to produce her show. And the show was full of gossip and, um, you know, just what everyone's talking about, you know. And it's just, I felt like I was betraying myself. And it was the same feeling. It's like, if I went back, I would be betraying myself. And I get anxiety and IBS and everything else when I feel like I am betraying myself. And that's how I, I would feel the minute I would think about like, maybe you should just, right? Mm -hmm. And um, when I lost, uh, when I don't say lost, when I spent all my money, I considered going back and I was offered an opportunity. And you know this, like when <laughs> I moved to Atlanta, mm -hmm. oh, goodness. And I don't know, I just think it just wasn't, it just wasn't meant to be. And then when, and, and I think that we all have these moments, right? Like when mm -hmm. it gets tough and you're like, let me just go back to what I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what, what you're talking about. We do this about. in relationships. We do this yeah. with jobs. We do this with a lot of things, right? Our habits. This is, let me just go back to what yeah. I know. I had a friend call me this morning and I said why did you even call me to this is a waste of my energy listening to you <laughs> and they already knew the answer it's like I already know what you want to say but let me just and I was like no don't like no don't do not go it. back yeah. do not do that <laughs> but you know I need some more money forget about the money yeah. just think about how you're gonna feel yes and that is it mm -hmm. it is how you're going to feel and I'm just so, I'm so glad that I did it. And the woman who replaced me, she also had replaced me in Indianapolis, which is so funny. So she's here and, um, and she's amazing at this mm -hmm. job. And when, but at the same time, you know, we follow each other on social media. When I look at her and the things that she's doing and the things she has to host and the club she needs to go to, and I'm just like, oh God, thank you. It's mm -hmm. not me. It doesn't for me and I can't go back I like like I literally look at her Instagram and I'm like oh thank you I don't have to be there <laughs> I'm so glad I'm at home under my covers watching Netflix and not there because <laughs> mm. I know I would have to be there and and it feels so it feels so good mm. so before you even get that and you know when you're just finally coming through did you what, what shall I say going through but like, did you ever question if you heard from God? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, because the truth is we have so many voices in our heads, mm -hmm. right? There's our ego. There's other people's opinions that we repeat in our heads. There's God's voice. I am positive God said, now is the time, right? Like now is the time. And I was like, you sure about this? Cause this don't seem right, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, and I knew, I knew I was like, this is it. I mean, the, 
it was just, I just knew. But there have been other times where I thought, oh, God told me to do this. <laughs> like, that wasn't nothing but you, Jillian. <laughs> that was nothing but you. You, like, we can create it in our heads and make it seem so good. Oh, God has aligned this to happen. Mm. But, you know, we really have to, um, you have to be so in tuned to know God's voice. Like you got to be really spending time with God enough to know, like, this is God's voice. This isn't me. Mm. And I think we think God operates in a way where it's like, I know God's going to have me quit my job. It's going to be on a Friday. So I'm gonna get that last check. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like in our minds, we think it's going to look a certain way and it doesn't always look that way. It doesn't. It really doesn't. It's like um, you, <laughs> you think about how good it's going to be and it's just going to be so amazing. And it's almost it's like, I, but I think sometimes our brain forgets that. Um, like, oh my God, it's such a good idea. I'm going to go ahead and do it. And then you forget what it entails. I remember that when we um, had some extra office space and I was like, yeah, let's do this. And then I turn around, I said to my business partner, if I ever say anything about opening another office, just like question me because I forget (laughs) what it entails. Yes, it looks great at the end, but this in between of getting furniture, the decorations, the the in between, I said, no. Yeah. You just, yeah and you're not you do want to give up you want to be like what was I thinking yeah yeah you think that God's not in it it's like Mm -hmm. oh shoot the thing for me was I had this vision in my head that when I quit my job money was going to rain down from heaven (laughs) you know because I listened I was obedient Mm -hmm. and um I'm still waiting for that money to rain down from heaven it's been five years and haven't seen it yet um but I have learned so many lessons and I believe that, like you said, here we are in the middle, right? That's right in between um, fl- the flourishing part, mm-hmm. uh, like when you really get to fully experience what God has for you. But there's going to be a learning process, especially if God is taking you somewhere where you've never been before, and which I truly believe is what's happening with me. I believe where I'm going, it doesn't even make sense in my head, what, what I know God has shown me for my life. And I'm like, I don't like, I'm not even qualified for it. And I'm not questioning whether I'm qualified or not. I know I'm not, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, but I know that God will qualify me. So it's just crazy. Cause I was like, Lord, I was obedient in my bank account. (laughs) it doesn't look godly at all (laughs) so and I mean it's just there were some really really tough times but I needed to go through all of that to get back to who I truly am and who God wants me to be Mm. and if I didn't go through those those times where I had to persevere still technically persevering man, I just wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't have this whole different outlook on life, right? Mm. And it's like, oh, this is where, this is what I'm supposed to get from all of this. So where are you now? Yeah, I'm in a, I am in a a great space. My mindset is different. I had to work through a scarcity mindset. Mm. 
Um, I, I am so confident in who I am and my value and my worthiness and how I show up and how I'm supposed to show up. I just feel so good about myself better than I have ever felt in my entire life. At 45. At 45. <laughs> and I want to say that because I can relate um, being 42, I think. Or going on 43. I can never Once remember. you pass 40, it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know. But I can so relate. I made up. I shared something like I feel so in love with myself. And yes, yes it's different. And it shows though. It shows. And it just is such an amazing place to be. So when I look back at it, I'm glad that I had that identity crisis. You know, I needed to see who I was in Christ mm. and who, who God says that I am. Because at that point, when you're in a career where all eyes are on you and everything is about what people think about you, like this is just real. It's the TV and radio industry. For you to succeed, I need to have ratings. Ratings means I need to know that people like me. <laughs> you know, uh, you you need to see how many followers are following you and how many people are engaged with you and how many people are listening to you. And they, if they are listening to you, they either need to really not like you because they'll listen to you anyway, like Wendy Williams, or they need to love you. And so that's my whole life. And so imagine getting to a place where I have to say, oh, shoot, I don't care what anybody thinks. I, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, I can't imagine because you said you started at 16. And, <laughs> exactly. Right. Which is very influential in considering our brain doesn't stop delivering to it, develop into a 25. I really Ooh. started to look at myself. Uh, maybe in my early 30s right yeah. and really starting to do some inner work and but I still had issues and problems but I, I wasn't in the spotlight and it was yep. still hard right you yes. were in the spotlight so it's a hard regardless of if you're in the spotlight enough oh yeah yeah but you're doing it and you're in the spotlight it that is, is so hard it is so very hard so I had to reframe my thoughts about other people's thoughts. <laughs> like, oh, now it doesn't matter, Jillian. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that people don't like you. It doesn't matter that people don't answer your phone calls anymore. Like those people, it's time for you to understand this season has changed and where God is taking you. Those people don't need to go. They, they won't be there. You know, eyes haven't seen, <laughs> ears haven't heard. It hasn't even been put into your heart what God has for you. Like, you are fine. You are okay without this. And so it's just a whole nother world. And I, I love it. I'm embracing it. doesn't mean that it's not still hard or challenging, mm -hmm. but I just, I'm just here and I'm, and I'm, and I feel God's presence in everything that I'm doing. And I'm like, okay. Mm. And so when people are like, well, what's next? Don't ask me what's next, Bianca, because I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you that. <laughs> Thank you. Because I hear that all the day. What's that? I'm like, I don't know. What what's... do you? No, I'm not going to ask you. I'm going to ask you what's helped you the most, though. Oh, what's helped me the most? Goodness. Mm. Um, the most likely, I would, I would say the support of my friends. Um, having people who I've known for a long time 
and maybe even not so long because I you and I technically haven't known each other that no. long but I consider you a friend mm-hmm. and someone that um genuinely supports and cares <laughs> and having these people around me authentic people who are also believers and um can hold me accountable can ground me you know like hey you actually are pretty dope Jillian mm. if you get in a place where you don't feel like it because we'll have those moments and it's just like just so, so you know all right like I needed that I needed those people and I needed meditation I needed to be able to set time aside to uh, to spend time with God and to get in a place where I could just feel his presence. And I think like we rush all throughout the day and, oh, and I got to do this and I got to do this. At one point um, in this journey, God is like, God says, sit still. And I was like, sit still? <laughs> Who does that? Mm. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, I don't even know what that means. Mm. And, but it it's helped with that process, sitting still. And that's what I'm doing now every day as a daily practice in the morning. I am sitting still. Some days I'm like, hey, Lord, let me tell you. Mm. And then, but most days I'm sitting and just listening for direction, for clarity, for whatever God wants to say and just soaking it in. I love that. Yeah. Support is so huge. Yes. When you have that <laughs> true <laughs> support yeah yeah so JJ what how do you define your identity now Mm, that's a good question (sighs) I don't know Bianca Mm. I just think that's an honest answer (laughs) yeah like I don't I don't know I, I know that I've grown from where I was, but if I just kept it in the simplest terms, I'm just like, I'm reminded that I'm just God's child and that's just it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. that's just it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I have this father and mother (laughs) that is guiding me and keeping me on this straight path. And that's it. Like I am so happy and content more content <laughs> <laughs> happiness is you know yeah wishy-washy, I say that all right? the time I say right? that, yeah happiness <laughs> happiness is a feeling you, you yeah yeah that's one thing you, everyone's gonna hear about this podcast is like I don't work towards happiness because yeah it's yeah <laughs> it's wishy-washy it's happiness is so fickle it can happen I can be happy and two minutes later I'm like why <laughs> So, but I'm definitely, I'm content. I'm content with who I am and who I'm becoming. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Yay. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I think that's so beautiful because to get to that space once you're there is really, like you said, it is very content. It's very fulfilling. Yes. Um, Very fulfilling. And you're not, I mean, it's not that you're not, sometimes having a hard time but you it's uh what's the word I'm looking for very centered 
It could, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Help you feel very centered and very grounded in whatever you move from that. And um, and I think this is so important to have this conversation because I'm always um working with clients and you know asking the question, who are you? Who are you? And um, you know, they're always going to give me their roles, most for the most part, um, and their accomplishments. Yeah. Um, mom or dad, sister, brother, career person, entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. um and that's actually not your identity that is your role and your identity is that what's inside your core characteristics and your core skills but what so happens like kind of like with you is that identity got wrapped up in the brand um and so that's why of course it's hard to make that separation um Mm -hmm. we kind of talking about what happens like you are like a prime example of what I talk about what happens when I say to people so if your identity is your career what happens when you lose your job and everyone's always like I feel so lost and I'm like yeah because of what you're rooted in and and it's not about blame or pointing fingers it's just about becoming aware and really seeing you know yes it's so that's so good Especially Mm -hmm. because when we show up at our jobs, the leadership, the people who run the companies want us to believe that it is a part of our identity, Mm. which is why we work like slaves (laughs) at our jobs and Mm -hmm. um, put off motherhood or fatherhood or, you know, put these things to the side while we prioritize it because we believe it is a part of our identity. Mm -hmm. And so now, you know, for, I would just encourage people who are, are showing up at work and maybe you've been at that company for 10, 15 years or 20 years. And you're like, this is it. Like, this is all I know. Like you have to show up and really tell yourself, this is, this is a function. This is a job function. This is a part of me making income, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But it's not who you are. It's what you do. Yes. It's just what you do. And for me, it was who I was. I am JJ <laughs> at the box. JJ on Hot 96.3. JJ on BLS. Like it was always the call letters were attached to my name. Like I, mm-hmm. everything flowed together. Mm-hmm. And just now, like being able to just be, oh, I'm JJ. And I still like, I'll say this, Bianca, when people ask me like, well, what do you, what do you do now? I, um, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> um, it's so weird. It was so mm-hmm. much easier to be like, oh, I do middays at mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, um, well, okay. Um, I run a nonprofit and, uh, I speak and, mm-hmm. uh, let's see what else I got a podcast and like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing everything that I love now, which is amazing, Mm -hmm. but I still, I think I'm just now getting to that point where I can confidently say like, oh, I run a nonprofit organization called JJ's I'm Me Foundation. And I also am a full-time speaker. You know, it's just so weird now. It's like, oh, but it feels so good. Oh, I love that. It, I hear it. I know it's people ask it here a lot more, but people always ask, what do you do? You know, I just tell people, I don't want to talk about what I do. You can ask me any other question <laughs> in the world. And they look at me like I said, I promise you, I will ask you any other question. Yes. But just not that one. And they're just like, what? Please <laughs> yes. don't. And um, well, that's because, you know, they're going to try to get a free therapy session. <laughs> 
There's two reasons. Ooh, One, you- yes, <laughs> that's exactly why. I've there's a response. Oh, I. What do you think of this? Or, oh, I was looking for a therapist. Or, um, <laughs> oh, I better stay away from you. So that is. <laughs> one of the reasons but I always just try to I know I always just try to steer away the conversation because I rather want to know like where are you from versus what do you do but then you know when we think about being younger and people say what do you want to do and someone you want to become yeah right? right but someone said the other day um to me what did they say it's more about how do you what was it they said they said um with all something along the lines with all that you are what do you want to use it to do in life yeah that is something along those lines yeah with all that you are what do you want to do I might have to steal that one I know (laughs) that's really good (laughs) one of the things I did change was my bio and um when I was getting someone to help me write it I was like listen I don't want to talk about what I do I mean, I'll have it in there, but that's not who it is. So like, mm-hmm. if anyone really wants to know, I just say, my name is Bianca Keisha and I, or Hughes or whatever name I feel like using. And <laughs> I am, <laughs> I am setting boundaries and breaking barriers. And that's it. Because that's that. literally what I do. No matter yeah. what you see me, what capacity you yes. see me in, that yes. is exactly what I'm doing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so good. And that's such a good point. I really never thought about that, but you're right. Ever since we're little, that's the question we always ask. Get, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, we should be changing that. Like, who do you want to become? Or or like, as a person, yeah. you know, gosh, it's yeah. always about that job. And that's why it's so, it's so very hard. Mm. Yeah. So. I would never encourage like looking back, I would never encourage a kid to get in their career at 16 years old. I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew it was something I loved, but I just didn't know like my whole life would be surrounded around my career. I couldn't have healthy relationships because I was in my career and my career was always first. Mm, I love that. Well, thank you, JJ. This has been good. So um, the last question I always like to ask people is what is something that is messy in your life? It could be something just physical in your house or um, emotional, mental. Uh, my bank account is messy. Okay? <laughs> I love that. Thank Let's you just for be sharing. real. That bank account is real messy right now. All right. <laughs> we working on it, but it's messy. <laughs> You know what? Oh my God. I think like that's such a good and honest answer because we don't talk about finances, Mm-mm. you know? And so I thank you for that honest. I think everyone's going to breathe a sigh. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm Especially- going to keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> so um, where can people shower you with love? Oh, people can go to uh, my website is JJ on the mic. Dot com so that's jj on the mic.com or um i'm really more active on instagram than facebook but you can find me at jj on the mic on ig and jj on the mic fans on uh facebook i gotta change that it's been fans since i was on the radio i was like mm, no it's not fans these are my people i need yeah. to call it jj on the mic tribe or crew or something so yeah. I'm gonna work on that this week. <laughs> Put that on my list. 
<laughs> oh, thank you so much. Um, it has been a pleasure having you as a guest on the podcast, JJ. Thank you so much. I'm so honored. Thank you, Bianca. I love you, girl. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> thank you. Isn't she just amazing? And isn't her story just so amazing and so encouraging? Um, I love that she talks about taking her leap, leaving her job, and then realizing, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I know so many people out there are talking about leaving their jobs, which is fine, um, into entrepreneurship, but it is always good and helpful to hear the stories of the behind the scenes. And that is what we're here for. So my takeaways from this are the following. In her story, JJ really learned about who is truly there for you. And sometimes some of our most difficult or not so difficult situations, we really discover who our friends are and who will really be there for us and who really accepts us and wants us for ourselves and not what they could get from us. The other takeaway I have is how we can become so consumed with our career or our business or our job being our our identity. I talk about this a lot and I see this a lot with the perfectionism. Um, And one of my big things is really everything I do boils down to identity and knowing who you are and not that who you are is what you do so that there is a distinction. So I always love when that comes up in a conversation. And lastly, the other thing is the importance of not betraying yourself. JJ, she, even though she wanted to go back, had thoughts of going back, she wasn't going to betray herself and her values and what she believed in. Um, I don't know if you've ever done that. I think we've all done that in small ways, betrayed ourselves, not been honest, not been true to ourselves, and it doesn't feel good. Um, and she really stood in that and knew that that was very important and that helped her to keep going despite all the challenges that she was facing. So I would love to hear your takeaways. Please don't forget to, um, Follow the podcast if you're not following already. Leave a review on, um, you can leave a review on Apple or you can also rate the podcast on Apple and you can also rate it on Spotify and just share your takeaways, whether you're going to send an email or tag me in Instagram. So have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to It Didn't Break Me. If you like this episode, Please follow the podcast and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Please don't forget to share this with a friend and you can tag me on Instagram with your takeaway from this episode at Authentically Be You. If you want to keep abreast of upcoming episodes, please sign up for the newsletter on the podcast website, itdidn'tbreakme.com. And remember, to discover the beauty within the mess.